After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Middle cough. Hey, behaves. We said it fast because it's an emergency Monday podcast coming at you after news of Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb injury, John. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> a little injury. So we'll do our normal Tuesday podcast. That'll be on Tuesday. This is emergency. So let's dive in. Do you think John Lynch uh, would have had a thumb injury when he accidentally hit the like button at uh, at Sunday Mass? John Lynch might also have had a thumb and thumb sprain. That's what he should have tweeted. I sprained my thumb. <laughs> Didn't have total control or like I got the new iPhone X Pro. It's extra big. I'm still getting used to using it. Double hand in it. My left thumb's not used to being in the in the play and uh, actually liked it. I mean, I do when you swipe, my thumb is right over the heart button on the swipe. What do you think? Well, he did. Uh, listen, I'm a pro John Lynch guy. The excuse he used was in mass, like in his pocket. You know, it must have been an accidental something. Or was he claiming that he found out about it while in church? It could have I- been a previous I thought he claimed um, that he uh, apparently while in Christmas Eve mass with my family, I accidentally and unknowingly liked to tweet, never intended and remain a huge believer in Jimmy. Merry Christmas to everyone. So he doesn't so you say exactly. As, do you take that, though? Or is it kind of open-ended? It's hard to You know, it's funny on. you ask. I initially took that as I'm just killing time in mass because everybody kills time at mass. Maybe ran off. I don't know. I've got 3,700 notifications on my phone. I'm scrolling them. That one had, oh, that one. You, I just act, you're trying to clear them all out, and you accidentally liked one. It wouldn't make any sense for him to like that tweet. What, no, how did you take it? Uh, the, well, before he threw this out there, I, emotions were high post-game. I can imagine the, the tension on the plane ride home with just people not talking much, sitting looking at their phone, could have been believable that he likes to tweet out of just some fucking ink. Can you imagine in that profession the amount of hours and time you put in to your as a GM, as a coach, and you're getting to nut cutting time, Christmas, you're, you're, the playoffs are right around, the, and you lose a game like that? I thought, you know, in the heat of battle, I'll like that. I'll dare anyone to report that I like this type deal. Um, while unlikely, I did think it was. An emotional mistake, maybe. 
But then I also thought, like, mistake. I think most people agree with him. Like, I thought it was pretty – people – a lot of people would have liked that tweet. Yeah. I think I think what stands out about it is it's so out of his character or his style to let anybody really know if he's thinking anything negative, even though how could he not be thinking something negative? Because then right? he has to double down with something that's not even believable. Like, you don't still believe in Jimmy. No one does. So it's like it's, you don't need to go that far. So he has The to only explanation would be that he's such a novice at social media that he doesn't know that people check other people's likes. Which, when, I, when it first started going viral, I'm like, God, I hate this story. You know, but yeah, <laughs> the picture of the guy outside the plane, it, it was so funny that I, I kind of embraced it. What if what if he had just re, what if he had just followed up with likes do not equal endorsements? <laughs> that would have been fantastic. That Because that's the other question, right? Is like, what could he have said other than this? Could he have just gone with say nothing? What about the uh, emoji where the guy has his arms up in the air? Just just an open ended. Keep people guessing. Could have gone with that. Yeah. Or maybe like, what'd you guys think of the football life question? Just during the middle of everything. Uh, that's right. I didn't even watch the football life. All right. That, that, we're talking about things that go on the non-emergency pod. This is an emergency podcast, John. So let us begin. Jimmy Garoppolo, it looks like, is a long shot to play. My words, not the official words, but you read this and you tell me what it means. Ian Rappaport writes, sources. Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a chipped bone and torn ligament in his right thumb. His status is in doubt for the weekend. He's going to try and get it out somehow. He'll be reevaluated on Wednesday. So the first story, full disclosure, we re-recorded the segment because when we started our emergency podcast, it was sprain. We started the YouTube video, it was sprain. Now it's chipped bone and torn ligament in right thumb. Um, The play it happened on was a sack with 356 left in the second quarter if you want to go find it by Danico Autry and he hits him hard he gets his hand in there on Jimmy's right hand and he slams him to the ground that does not read like the uh an injury of a quarterback that's about to play I think uh unofficially we can Jimmy's season's over because it's his throwing hand just it's a major finger on the throwing the football right you know the yep. mallet finger some of these guys that have come back you do have four fingers of your just normal fingers and then your thumb. But your thumb is the only... I don't know if I would call a pinky a normal finger. True. And as a, as a football, you can it doesn't have to be on. But you're definitely your three fingers. But your thumb is the only finger on the other side of the football. So if his finger is compromised slash in major shambles, we've seen several quarterbacks, Jared Goff, uh, Drew Brees a couple years ago. Like I, th- I think it's fair to say that Jimmy's done. And I also think it's easier if this had happened after the Titans win. Let's say they had beaten the Titans and Jimmy had played well. I think this would be a pretty big gut check, right? Because you're like, God, Jimmy had been playing well. We were going to, we were, we would have been nine and seven, or excuse me, nine and six. We'd have been right there to make the playoffs. Uh, but this, I think everything changed. Now, and maybe it changed because his thumb didn't work and he threw that bad pick and he just looked off. It's, it's part, it, that makes sense. But I think it's just time. And it might. I mean, I, I don't expect him to play, but I don't want to say the Niners lucked, it, lucked into this. because You don't root for anyone to get injured. But I, I think this has a chance to play out. It just worked out pretty perfectly for them to get their young guy some reps at the Maybe. end of the season. Right, if Trey Lance is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Because once you've committed to trying to make the playoffs, you should kind of make the playoffs. Not making the playoffs and only getting two games of Trey Lance at the end of the year is not an ideal I wouldn't call that start. lucking into it. Start. 
Yeah, but but I mean, you're right. That reads like a guy who's trying to gut it out. Uh, less than 100%, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, it's not like we're starting with one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL. And we are starting with a guy that has accuracy issues at times. So that would be a major problem um, in a game that you really cannot afford to have mistakes in. Now, going to a rookie quarterback in a game you can't afford to have mistakes in is also dangerous. But he played the rest of that half. They threw a couple passes at the end of that half. And then, like you said, the first pass of the second half was a wobbler. It's one thing if you're missing a couple practices because you're in the COVID protocols or because you're letting some swelling on your ankle die down, even though we've seen that be an issue for him, right? An ankle was why Trey Lance had to play this year. But on your throwing hand, uh, you can protect, I think, in some ways against a rookie quarterback if you're Kyle Shanahan, right? You call some, you do things to help him. There are things that you would just have to ask Jimmy Garoppolo to do. You have to trust that it's not going to be a wobbler coming out of his hand. And I'd have a hard time seeing Kyle Shanahan go into this game as as Trey Lance is having the best month of practice of his career, air quotes, young career, right? Like this is happening right on the heels of Kyle Shanahan saying Trey Lance looks incredible in practice on the heels of Matt Mayoko writing that he's carving everybody up. So uh, I don't see how this recipe ends in Jimmy Garoppolo starting a quarterback for the Niners on his throwing hand. Well, guy, while Jimmy doesn't throw go routes, like that's not they're they're not the 2018 Chiefs, uh, they're not the 07 Pats. They do push the ball down the field, right? Because he's five, seven steps dropped behind the line of scrimmage, and they throw deep ins, they throw crossing routes, even some of their you know the, the deep out, even some of their uh, their slant routes that hit fast. He has to put a lot of you know uh, velocity on the ball. They are not. I I wouldn't call them a dink and dunk offense once they start heating up the last five weeks, would you? No. No, because they throw a lot of tight window throws over the middle, right? Yeah. I mean, Debo kills everyone over the middle, and so does George. So if he he can't throw, I mean, throw 80%, I don't see how it's possible, especially when you drafted a guy who was known for throwing ropes. Now, we, we talked about it after the Arizona games. That he has to figure out how to, you know, use the velocity at the right times. But to me, I think we've seen the last of Jimmy Garoppolo as a 49er, which is pretty crazy that his career ends on that game. Now, I also think it helps them a little bit because I thought after that game, under no circumstance would anyone trade for him $25 million. You kind of you start putting it out there. I mean, he's legitimately hurt. You just, hey, I'm injured. I, that was the Jimmy Garoppolo that you saw the previous six weeks. That's me. That wasn't me. I got thrown to the ground. I'm still pretty valuable. Hey, Giants, I just saw you playing with Jake Fromm. You, hey, Heineke, Ron, you, you, you want to have your own players fighting each other, or do you think I could help you out? Because I yeah. go back and forth. I go, no one's touching them. But you watch some of these teams. Now, here's the problem. Overall, the main part of this story is he's hurt again. So it's like, could you commit $25 million to a guy that – I mean, he's got hurt multiple times this season, coming off a season when he was injured. He gets hurt. He gets injured a lot, man. It's part, of the, it's part of his story. And if he doesn't play another snap for the Niners, it would be in some ways poetic that his career ended with the Niners with an injury. I also think part of it's like... Do you expect him he, to play another snap for the Niners? If you just obviously educated guesses right now, we don't have that besides some tweets. No, I think what it would require... I do think Trey Lance is going to have to play well-ish 
because even if they lose this week, they'll probably be in a must-win. I mean, that would put them in a must-win situation. Sorry, even if they win this week, it's going to feel like a must-win situation week 17. If they lose this week, it will definitely be a must-win situation. So there's a scenario, right, where Trey doesn't play great. They lose to the Texans. Jimmy's not 100%, but he's better the following week. And you go, all right, here we are. What do we do now? Well, we try to make the playoffs. We think Jimmy gives us a better shot. That would be a scenario where he plays. But this does not feel like he's not going to be throwing the ball better than Trey Lance any of the next two weeks from practice. Like can be. Yeah. Cannot be. So I think a lot of it does depend on does Trey just look solid? Does he look like, okay, we need to get this guy out there again next week? Because was it part of the Trey Lance story that when he hurt his finger in the preseason game against the final preseason game against the Raiders, one of the things Mayoko said is that carried with him and then he had to start relatively earlier in the season and his finger wasn't totally healed. And I think it'd be easy to laugh at, but I do think we have a pretty good amount of evidence. It's kind of random. A lot of starting quarterbacks have hurt fingers and thumbs the last couple of years, right? It it clearly, shit, you just play Thanksgiving or Christmas Day catch with your son or your brother. If your fingers hurt throwing a football, it'd be a problem. I'm not trying to diminish, like, if if Jimmy has a torn ligaments and cracked bones, like, I'm sorry, it's, it's not possible. Like, if that well, was Tom Brady, how would he play? It'd be hard. Well, he'd be play impossible. if – yeah, I mean, he might – right, like, he might play if uh, – uh, what's his name? Uh, Garrett Gilbert was his backup quarterback. Or Nate Sudfeld was his backup quarterback. But if Trey Lance is your backup quarterback? Right, part of this is who is – what's my alternative? Playing you hurt or playing the other guy? Well, the Trey Lance alternative looks pretty good right now. Yeah. And, and part of making the trade for – Jesus. In uh, – so it's pretty bad. Like, I mean, it's there. Now, yeah, well, Sh- Schefter UCL tear, which I thought that was in your elbow, but in his thumb, I guess multiple UCLs. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> uh, and a fracture was part of making this trade and keeping Jimmy was like, yeah, you know, listen, we're going to give him a redshirt year, but we also have a contingency plan for a guy that's proven in several of his seasons with us before the Super Bowl and after the Super Bowl, he gets hurt. And it literally happened this season before the thumb injury when he couldn't play against the Arizona Cardinals. So I go back, like, I, I do wonder if he never plays another game, given how much money he has, just based on his injury history alone, because he definitely has games that the Giants, the football team, we can go around the league, they, they would die to have. I, I don't know how he has much value, just given that the guy's always hurt. If he was healthy in kind of a roller coaster ride, I'd be like, yeah, someone, there's too much money in the league, salary caps going up. I just think if, if me and you were leading a personnel discussion the number one thing I'd tell the guy running like the remote on the overhead projector is like, uh, tell the intern, like, Hey, can we bring up his, uh, his injuries in the last five years? It's a long hell in new England. Remember he, Tom got suspended and he couldn't even make it all four games. Cause he got slammed on his shoulder against the Dolphins. That's how Jacoby Brissett got his chance. Yeah. It's how we learned who Jacoby Brissett was. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I don't think his career, obviously it's not over, but he's had, I mean, we all, we say this sometimes, He's had one of the most unique careers I've ever seen in my entire life in any professional sport. And he's still got a, I mean, he's got years to go too. Like, yeah, he's got some more moments of like, oh, Jimmy, you know. Well, if Nick, you know, Nick Foles had a moment. I don't know if you saw it. Nick Foles played well the other day uh, in Seattle. And Jimmy's going to have moments. But I think your point, and I agree with it, is you can never go into a season relying on him if you're trying to win to be your starting quarterback. There's a good question. If the money's equal 
and it's not going to cost, obviously Foles does not cost what Jimmy costs, but if they're both free agents, who would you rather have as your backup quarterback, Nick Foles or Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, probably Garoppolo. I do think Jimmy's still a starter, what Foles is not. But you watch that game with Foles, you're like, this guy had to start a couple games, like next year, Trey Lance, wouldn't yeah. you want him as your backup quarterback? A- absolutely. I-, I think Foles as a backup in particular, just based on everything I hear about the guys, just an A plus 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 guy. It's not a bad option. Jimmy's not a backup right now. Even you know this. No, he's better. Yeah, he's better than that right now. The question becomes: Could Trey Lance be the Niners' starting quarterback against the Texans? Could Trey Lance be the quarterback that has to take the 49ers to the playoffs? He went from having his best practices of his career over the last four weeks, as Kyle Shanahan has said, to now maybe being in a spot for must-win football games. Um, when Adam Schefter tweeted that Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb injury could be more significant than believed previously, Matt Barrows followed it up with, this in conjunction to Shanahan pumping up Trey Lance today, best month of practice ever, makes you think it's going to be Trey Lance versus Davis Mills on Sunday. Do you know the irony of this, uh, this game happening is he would be playing a rookie quarterback, again, who's played a lot more than him, but Davis Mills had a stretch of football from week three to week eight where he was the Texans starter. Uh, I haven't done too much Texans research, so I have to go. I, did he get hurt? Maybe they just went back to Tyrod. They weren't winning. I thought, then, they, I thought maybe Tyrod then got healthy and they went back to Tyrod. Was it that? that I, I think that sounds right. From week eight to, again, week 14, basically, he disappeared, guy. In these last three weeks, he's thrown five touchdowns and one pick. And they've obviously won two of the three games. You know, I mean, I, I I think they're pretty bullish on Davis Mills right now. So don't parallel exactly, but I think it's fair to say we did a topic and we talked about it a bunch because of what Matt Mayoko on his, said on his podcast. And he alerted to us to what Fred Warner had said, you know, after uh, what the Atlanta game, how well he was playing and his, like they were, this was before, Jimmy was ever in any danger of not starting. If Jimmy does not hurt his thumb, he's at lock to start till the season ends. Whether that's week 18, whether that's in the first round, whether that's in the second round, we had seen it. I do think, though, it's going to be viewed a little bit... There'll be anticipation just because there's so much unknown. He's only played a game and a half. But I, I do think we'd view it a little bit different. Like, are we just going to get that Arizona game plan which at the time, they were one of the best teams in the league. You could argue the best team in the league. And that defense was, when they were fully healthy, you could argue was kind of, you know, the the way they were built to handle a guy like Trey Lance, right? They're not, they don't have many Kinlaws on the defense. They have a lot of athletic Buda Bakers, Isaiah Simmons, Chandler Jones. Uh, they draft the dude from, I think, Collins in the first round. In the middle. They have a lot of athletic guys that can fly around. And and Trey had some success running, but remember the play on the goal line where Isaiah hit him. Like, they were just, they were equipped to handle that. Now you get a Texans defense. Are you going to run, it's going to sound like I'm talking shit, but I'm just the, a remedial type offense relative to what Kyle normally does. Or are they going to run now that he's been around the team for a while? But really, the way they've described him in practice is, once they go to the team stuff, he not with Jimmy, he's overrunning the opposing team's offense. So I guess you naturally, through uh, 
I don't know, not osmosis, but just being there every day, you would just learn the offense more. You sit next to Jimmy every day in practice. Kyle, you are the, he is the backup quarterback. I mean, at some point, he's got to run some plays that they run on their. Yeah. So, like when they hand Sunday. out, you know, the, the three ring binder of, or the maybe comes on the iPad now in 2021 of the game plan. Like, it's not like Trey doesn't get the offensive game plan, right? <laughs> he has to, he has to be ready. But if I told you in one of these random games the last two months since Jimmy came back, if Jimmy had gone out in just a random play in the second quarter, are they just running the game plan or do they shift the plays to when Trey goes in? Probably. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hard to know. Yeah, I mean, well, based on what we saw them do when he played, but that was a long time ago, to your point on Davis Mills, right? That was a long time ago. Uh, things change. Players change. Players evolve. Dave, Davis, Davis has, though, probably six. I mean, he's got almost 10. I mean, this will be his 10th start of the season. Yeah, that's a lot like, of playing time. Part of Trey Lance, we always say this about good coaches, it's about finding what your players do well and adjusting to them. But part of Trey Lance being Kyle Shanahan's quarterback is because Kyle Shanahan thinks that Trey can do the things that he wants to do most in his offense because Trey Lance got under center, because Trey Lance threw the fullback, because Trey Lance ran play action, all of these things in college, his skill set. If you just described his skill set, you go, why can't that guy do the stuff that Kyle Shanahan wants? Shouldn't take a lot physically. So. Well, uh, Schaub, you know, I, and Matt, Schaub and Matt Ryan thrived in it, right? And they're average to below athletes relatively. I, I wonder. I think one of the interesting things to watch will be that. And if he starts the game and has to play a couple of weeks, or maybe they play a couple of weeks and make the playoffs, let's say he plays three weeks of football, what did Kyle Shanahan learn from the first go-round with Trey when he played a game and a half? And did he spend any more time getting Trey ready to run his offense? Did he spend any more time thinking about how do I have to call a game if Trey Lance – Gets in the game. I think one thing is clear this year, and I'll, I I think it's clear, that this did not quite go as Kyle thought it would. Kyle was drawing plays up on the private jet back from Justin Fields' pro day for Trey Lance. I doubt that binder was called 2023 offense. Like, Kyle thought that he could, and he's basically said as much, that he'd be able to work Trey Lance in this year. And it didn't happen. But he still is his backup quarterback. I mean, he knows enough to know he drafted Trey Lance, he says, because Jimmy gets hurt. I don't believe that was why. It's because Jimmy wasn't good enough. But if you got a starting quarterback that's been hurt almost every year, then you have to, on some level, be prepared to play the backup quarterback. So I think we would see some of the stuff that we're used to seeing with Cal Shanahan. Uh, how could we not? How could he, because, because wouldn't you say some of the stuff he does is kind of easy on the quarterback? Now, some of the responsibilities are hard, right? The play calls are long, and the, re- the but some of the plays themselves, the action that's required, Trey should be able to handle. Yeah, and you would just, you know, part of the way a football practice is set up, before you break into team elements, he is taking the reps of when they're in individual and, and group settings of just the play action looks, right? They, they, I would imagine if you went to a Kyle Shanahan practice once the season starts, him and Jimmy rep the same things before they go their separate ways, right? Because the way a football practice operates is you are with your position group for a while. Because some of those people with Trey Lance that are running the scout team are offensive and defensive linemen. Well, they start with, you know, if you're the fourth, fifth string defensive end, you do start next to Bosa and Armstead at practice and go over what Kacerik wants you to do. Because in those other positions, you are just more likely... To just you can just rotate in in a game. It's one thing that I think when that happened in the preseason game, we were like, could this really happen? And then we realized fast, no, it's not going to happen like that. And even yeah. did you see a couple of weeks ago, Matt Rule was like, we might platoon Sam Darnold and Cam Newton, and then that just did not happen. That does not happen in the NFL. Well, they played both of them. It just didn't go well. 
Yeah, well, it's not even possible to really function that way. But the one thing I think we thought we would still get, which he hasn't played a game since week 11. And when I say play a game, been in the game. You know, we didn't even get like a goal line situation, a short yarded situation. And in fairness, like Jimmy's, you know, probably one of the better quarterback sneakers in the league. Like he is pretty good at that. Maybe just comes from his time in New England, but like that's a go-to 49er play. So they haven't had to use him. But I saw someone, I don't know whether I saw it on Instagram or I, I don't know, but remember that goal line play against the Packers where he just randomly threw Trey Lance in and it was sweet. Like, damn, they just stopped doing that. That was yeah. kind of a wrinkle that, and maybe, I don't know. I mean, but I actually feel pretty confident after seeing that Schefter tweet and Mayoko talk. I think it's a Trey Lance show from here on out. If I was yeah, a big man. I, I do too, because again, it's it it's it comes on the heels of Kyle Shanahan, Trey Lance Kyle Shanahan saying Trey Lance has been practicing very well. Right? The story, the carving up the defense story from Mayoko. Uh uh Fred Fred Warner basically saying the same thing. So if he is what you say he is, like it's an easy decision if your quarterback's not close to 100. percent Wasn't part of the Fred on. Warner story too. It was unsolicited. Like it's not like John yeah. Lynch is like, hey man, could you just in one of these press conferences post game after a win just throw in a little bit? Like no, it's just now. I think Fred gets like Fred. Who do you think is going to be the quarterback for three more years? You're under contract for a long period of time. Like these guys know. It's a it's it is the tough balance. Like in basketball, like once you get a couple max players, like everyone can stay on the team and ever keep playing, right? In baseball, even if you platoon, like in football, when a situation like this happens, the elephant in the room has always been, no matter how much a Peter King wants to be like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he returns. Yeah, it is. Just look what they fucking traded for the guy. It's that that would be an unprecedented return for Jimmy Garoppolo to year two. So you're wasting two years of his rookie contract after you traded those picks. I mean, that would be one of the biggest craziest draft stories of all time, right? If the guy didn't start for two years, it's one thing Jordan Love, like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers on the team, but you're keeping Jimmy Garoppolo? That was Here's never going to happen. I think what probably was never going to happen was even if they won the Super Bowl, it probably wasn't going to happen. Look how they almost won the Super Bowl the last time. That NFC Championship game? I mean, quarterbacks have been replaced after Super Bowls before. Coaches have done things that seem crazy before whether it's Belichick going for it fourth and one from his own, whatever it was, 30 or 13 or wherever he was on the field with Kevin Falk. Um, but you agree it had been a The Ravens time. replaced Trent Dilfer after winning a Super Bowl, right? Or the Were the Niners going to win the Super Bowl once we kind of got a feel for their team about midseason? No. What I'm saying is they certainly got, weren't going to wear it on, on, win it on Jimmy Garoppolo's arm, though. No. So I'm saying even in the most extreme case in that scenario where they actually win the Super Bowl, I'm not convinced they would have brought him back even for that. They would have traded him for a first-round pick is what they would have done. Well, do you think, Alex, if you go back to – because ultimately what the Niners want is they hope this guy is Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Like that's When you trade that many picks, you're not hoping that he's Kirk Cousins. right? We, we understand what they're shooting for here. Do you think Alex's fate was sealed before the season started? midway through the season. Because if you remember, they they won the division and then they lost a pretty devastating playoff game to Mariota. Like, was that a moment when they're like, they had to move? Or were they I just going to see how it played out? I don't know. I You might know, but you would know better than me on this one. I think his fate was probably sealed once they saw Patrick Mahomes in practice and thought, okay, we can get this guy. We can win with this guy next year. 
And then he got to play that last final game that meant nothing to the Broncos, but yeah. or to their team, but he was pretty good. <laughs> and if you remember, Andy had his coaches game plan for the playoffs and he game plan for the game with Patrick. So he spent the whole week just like, cause we've talked a lot about Kyle when you're the play caller. And one thing I, I do think the enemy, it's pretty clear is calling more plays. Now at the time, Andy was definitely the play caller like Kyle. When you're the play caller, you are so obsessed with that individual game. Like, Andy sees the practice film because he's just a football junkie, but I don't think he's probably working as closely day to day because you're just so obsessed with playing the Chargers, playing the Broncos, playing the you know Colts, whoever. But that week, you're like, oh my god! I remember him telling me that his recall on stuff blew him away, just football stuff, like throughout the week. Like, hey, what do you want? Patrick would come to that. I think you know it's already set. But he can do a lot to really ingratiate himself to Kyle if he gets the opportunity to start these next two weeks, has success, gets a playoff game from just a football standpoint because you end up working so close. This guy's your offensive play caller who's also your head coach and, let's face it, the boss of the organization. Yeah. So what does this mean if Trey Lance becomes the 49ers starting quarterback this week? If Jeremy Garoppolo is indeed out for the Texans game, we'll find out more this week. Or if Trey gives them a better chance to win and plays – and wins, then they'd have the Rams game. Maybe they win that game. We're recording this video before the big Saints-Dolphins Monday night game. Maybe he can get them to the playoffs. This could create a whole type of energy for 2023. Uh, 2022? 2022. Sorry, I jumped. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> but this could create a whole other discussion through the offseason if he plays well or if he plays poorly. Whatever he looks like, if he plays, is going to create a discussion. Like one, you know, I would say discussion that's happening around the league. Obviously, Deshaun Watson had demanded a trade before he ever got in trouble. But if if he's cleared, how much better do they feel about trading him? The last three weeks, guy, 33 of 49, 19 of 30. And then this last week against the Chargers, 21 of 27 for Davis Mills. Now, obviously, it's different when you suck and you're not necessarily playing for the playoffs. But can you imagine if Trey Lance could have just this weekend? 20 of 30, throw a couple touchdowns, run for 50 yards, not turn the ball over, just look like physically we know he's got some special gifts, but play good football, like just be very productive. I mean, that's – and then you'd have a lot of hype going into the final week that obviously there's just a lot of moving parts. It's hard to tell, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm possibility that the Rams, rest guys, who knows? It's just too early to tell. I think we'll have a much better feel come Monday, the playoff seeding, right? But they have to win this week. Like, there's no if ands, or buts about it. Like, they got to win, whether it's 2 to nothing or whether it's 40 to 38. And if Trey Lance is the starter, like, you can't, you can't hide a starter for four quarters. We just saw it with Jimmy Garoppolo against the Titans. Like, eventually, there are third and nines, right? And it's like this team, well, 1985, we know you're going to throw it to one of those two guys. So, <laughs> yeah, it's there is going to be a lot of. I just think people are going to look at him a little bit differently. Just want to see a little bit more of just like, oh, it's all cool because there's so much on the line. Yeah. And it, imagine if he actually got to a playoff game and what that experience would do for him to Incredible. go from is he ever going to play to not only is he going to play, he's going to play on the road in a playoff game. He's got to get there, which means that if he plays. He's going to play in must-win games, basically. Certainly the first one. There is no excuse, even with a rookie quarterback, for losing to the Houston Texans. The Chargers just did it, and it's a complete and utter embarrassment. And, uh, you know, I think there's a point really early in a quarterback's career where 
you know, the possibilities are endless that whatever you do, that's good. We take it for that. It's just good. Now by year four, year five, by Baker Mayfield's point, you do a few good things. That's not good enough. You have to be able to overcome the bad things you do and show that you're becoming a really good quarterback. If you're going to get paid like one, but when you're really young in your NFL career, we're just looking for bits and pieces that we think can blossom into bigger things like Joe Burrow clearly further along right? He's in his second year. He's not a rookie. He went 37 of 46 for 525 yards and four touchdowns and no picks against the Ravens. And I saw a few people commenting. COVID squad. I'm a huge Burrow fan. So this is my point. This is my point. Because I saw a lot of that. Like, that was a JV defense he was playing. If he was his eighth year in the league, I don't think anybody would think much of it. But here's a guy who's clearly becoming a superstar NFL quarterback. Whether or not the Ravens feel it in NFL defense, he just had a career day in the history of the Bengals organization. Okay. He just threw for 525 yards. I've seen a lot of bad defenses not give up 37 to 46 for 525 and four touchdowns. It doesn't mean he's going to become the greatest quarterback ever, but you're just looking for bits and pieces that you can stack up. Cause I know this after the game, when someone's like, Joe, great game, hit him on the shoulders. Did Joe, a, be like, you know what? That was a good game. I feel good about my performance. Or B, go, I don't know, man. I, that was a shitty Ravens team. If that was their good defense, I would have thrown four picks. Like, young quarterbacks, all I want is let's build confidence. Let's get some wins. Let's feel good about things. And then in five years or three years or four years, we can nitpick everything. But in year one, in, in start number two, let's just get – who cares if it's all – if it's like – Trey Lance was 19 of 26. Yeah, but did you see the air yards? It was only 6.5. I don't give a rip. Like, just I want him to walk onto the plane after the game feeling better than when he got on. I want the Niners to feel better about him than when they started that game. That's and you got to win. That's that is what you're looking for at this point. Yeah, and he does not control whether they make the playoffs. Now, granted, we're doing this an hour and a half before the Monday night game. If the Saints win and the Saints and Eagles win out and the Niners win out, the Niners will miss the playoffs, right? If they all go 10-7, and seven, the Niners right. lose the tiebreaker. So he could play great, and it's not his fault. Like, people will put that thing on Jimmy. So he can only control himself playing well, using everything he's learned at a really high-level operation, being around the high-level offensive players that he's around, and try to build on, he does have, because it's not his first NFL experience. He got a legit start against a big-time team on the road, he got thrown in half. So he did, remember when Mahomes started that final week, he had not played all season long. Not not played at all. Now he didn't have to. Alex was having a career year. Uh, this situation, you know, I think just like people have been pushing yeah, people have been pushing for it. But Kyle had just kept him on the sideline. Now it'll easily be, even though they're playing the Texans, but I wouldn't you say one of the bigger stories in the league? Just Trey Lance starting for a team that's fucking trying to make the playoffs? I mean, yeah. I mean it's and it, it, and it helps last the story. time. It's way bigger now. And it helps the, the size of the story that the Texans just beat the Chargers. Like, that makes it even more interesting, right? What about the quarterback he's playing? You know, we had David Shaw on, and I think he actually spoke, and you had been saying this for a while because I wasn't super locked in on Davis Mills. I think he was a pretty fascinating draft prospect. And I would imagine there were a lot of people in the NFL, executives, offensive co- offensive coordinators, and probably some head coaches that really like Davis Mills. Now, he doesn't get the buzz that the other five guys got, right? Because all five of them were drafted in the top 15. And it's we might not see that happen for a while. I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? Five guys in the top 15. It was the first time three quarterbacks went one, two, three. Wasn't it since, like, 
99 was the couch, Achille, Donovan McNabb year. It's it was unprecedented the the amount of quarterbacks that went. But Davis Mills right now is clearly if you just I mean, he's played better than he's got 12 touchdowns and nine picks. He's 66%. Like he's played every bit as good as you know, Trevor Lawrence and you'd say his team sucks. Like How many games terrible. has Davis Mills played? He's started one, two, three, four, five, six. He played a little bit versus Indy. They were getting blown out, so I would imagine they yanked Tyrod, brought him in. Then he started the last three games, so he started nine games. This will be his 10th start this week. Okay, so Davis Mills has started more games this year than he started in any single year in college. And he, it's not like this is a 16-game, 17-game season that he started. Davis Mills, I, I think you're right. The league tells us what they think about you where you draft a guy. You go, oh, well, he was a third-round pick. They didn't view him like the top pick, top quarterbacks. Well, he went 67. That's the second pick of the third round. After he played in 14 career games, he did not start all 14 of those. So he played in 14 games in college, John, and was the second pick of the third round. Kellen Mond, who went one spot ahead of him, played in almost 50 college games and went one spot ahead of him. So, uh, yeah, I think the league liked him. Imagine if he had played in almost 50 college games. He might have been a top 10, top 20 pick. Wasn't he like 6'5"? Well. Isn't he huge? He's huge. Athletic? I mean, he might have been. A, yeah, he could have been a top five pick if he had played like to what people, what certainly David Shaw thought his capabilities were. Doesn't this game, like on paper, this was easily one of the worst games if we, if you and I were just talking football in August, right? This is probably the worst game on paper because you would put the Jags over it just because at the time, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. I think this is the worst game on the four, maybe Atlanta. This, this or Atlanta, and they're both home games. I, I, I'm I'm not even trying to be I, – I don't care. I'm not a hot take. Like, this game is very fascinating to me if Trey Lance is – I mean, it, it already was because Niners had to win, but just Trey Lance, Davis Mills. I think there are a lot of people around the league right now that would be like – I would – again, he has to stay healthy, but like Davis Mills more than like Zach Wilson and Justin Fields. Yeah, just – it would have been a much risky – viewed as a riskier pick, but was it that much riskier? I'm just saying where they sit right now, oh. they would bet they like the player more just moving forward. Just, yeah. I think what he brings to the table as a quarterback. Yeah. And and I think for a year that, that Kyle's taken a lot of heat, the Niners have taken a lot of heat. If they could get to the offseason, whatever happens, particularly if they could make the playoffs, it would sting if you didn't make the playoffs and you felt like you really wasted all this Trey Lance development. Right? It could go the other way, where Trey Lance looks okay. You miss the playoffs, and people go, so we didn't make the playoffs. We didn't develop Trey Lance. What the hell are we doing here, right? It could also swing in a direction that puts a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan for 2022. But if somehow you make the playoffs anyway, Trey Lance plays, has some promise, it could – he might have – he might have – it's not always pretty, but he might have uh, – what's it called? The uh, split the split the upright, very thin line to walk. I've been saying all year. He might have found a way to walk that fine line of finding a way to get Trey Lance ready and like making the playoffs. And it wouldn't have been all by design, but he might've well, pulled he, it off. Y- you and I differed a little bit on the Brandon Ayuk. It's safe to say that Kyle Shanahan and your side went out on that one. He approached that and it worked and he got clearly a high level Brandon Ayuk the second half of the season. And if Brandon Ayuk goes on to have a long, you know, 49er productive career, He'll get a lot of credit for handling the way they handled. I would say the most polarizing situation in 49er land has just been Jimmy Garoppolo. 
because the corners you you can't like you we can talk shit about their roster management but the guys are your guys right whether you cut josh norman like their team's their team but the quarterback situation is like you know he held strong but then jimmy started showing some life if him just kind of taking a step back has helped trey lance to take two steps forward and he's good these last couple weeks and then gets a playoff start and just shows some promise one the offseason hype and just excitement will grow exponentially right now you you forget i mean we won't because we'll be uh, breaking down trey lance's starts probably in uh early april but uh, uh hell it could be march could be February. actually you're right him playing the rest of the season would be good for some offseason content it would but if it does go poorly you know there'll just be a major question mark right let's just say he just you know throws three picks over the next couple weeks and just just looks like he's got a long way to go. We've been saying this the whole time, right? If you did not play him and let him get experience, there's no way to just, like what Mahomes did, just shows up after one start, wins the MVP, takes him to the AFC Championship game, comes with an overtime of the the peak of the Belichick-Brady dynasty. Like that's pretty unrealistic to assume it's going to be that smooth of a transition. But a lot of transitions are like Davis Mills, all over the place, all over the place, Kind of has to not play a little bit, then gets to play a little bit more and gets better, but still got a long way to go. Look at Zach Wilson and, you know, Trevor Lawrence, who battled it out the other day. It's just, it's been a long year. But there is no guarantee that either one of those guys, like, it's just going to get infinitely better next year. Right. You know? Because some of these quarterbacks, we've said it all along, of the top five guys, minimum two of them are not going to live up to the hype. More than likely, only one's going to be a really good player. In a good draft, two of them are going to be a really good player. Right. And Mac already just needs to maintain. He's kind of fine. Just their team's okay. Fields, Wilson, and Lawrence just have a long way to go. And Trey Lance is what's he just TBD? We just don't know. I mean, yeah, he's I, played the least. If he plays, and even if he doesn't, he's playing. He's playing. He's playing. The, 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 no he's matter what fun. happens, there is going to be pressure on him into, into 2022. Exactly. The question is, is it cre- pressure created by expectations raised because he played so well or pressure created by concerns that he's not good enough because he plays poorly? I would say the major difference, too, but, but well, it's Max in his own category because the Patriots, they have expectations. They're going to make the playoffs this year. They play the Jags this week. They're going to be at minimum 10 and 6 or 10 and 7. They played in Miami the last week, but probably win that game, too. The Jets the Jags, and the Bears, there just aren't expectations there. I mean, it's not like their fans, especially the Jets and the Bears, don't want to win, but their teams suck. Like, they, they are just team suck. It's impossible unless the Niners have, like, three offseason major injuries. Their team is good. They have a coach who's proven, like, he can compete for the playoffs. He's been to a Super Bowl. They have a ton of star players at other positions, specifically on offense. His expectations are just going to be different than those other cats, right? Even Davis Mills, just because his team, like the the team, you know? Nick Bosa, Fred, on defense, I'm sure they'll sign some DBs this offseason. We know their offense is stacked. Like Debo, IU, Kittle, Trent, they're going nowhere. They, they you know, they, they get some of these guys back. I just, it's, he's in his own little element that way relative to the other rookie quarterbacks, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. But I, I think the, ultimately that's all talk. Like the element he's in that's really good is everything you just described. He has Kittle and he has Debo and he has Trent Williams and he has Juszczyk and he's got a game, a coach that knows how to run the ball and they got money to spend on defense, right? 
No, it's so a, it's a pos- it's a positive, but the difference is like next year if the Bears or Jets get to like seven and ten and their young quarterback, like okay, we got something. People fucking burn the people are pissed. You know, the Niners' expectation next year is going to be to make the playoffs, right? With Trey Lance, fair or not? Like that's people are going to view him like a playoff team because of the roster, which is not easy for a guy that hasn't played that much. Yeah, well, but let's see how we, can, let's see how, let's see how he plays and if they make the playoffs this year. Well, that's my that's my point though. Like he can, he could the hype could actually grow. Like if he looks good, people would be picking them to compete. You know, with the big boys, which is not easy in this conference because you've got Rodgers and I mean, Brady's never going to quit. Rodgers in the peak of his powers. Stafford and the Rams are going nowhere. Kyler and Cliff are free fall, and they're still clinched a playoff spot, right? I mean, yeah. the Cowboys, Cowboys are young and fast and sweet. The NFC at the top is better than the AFC. And you, yeah. you, just, you just play, at minimum, you just play one of the sweet teams in the first round. There's no like, well, if we just get to the third round, we avoid. No, it's just like your first round game, like Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, and Dak Prescott are playing in the first round of the playoffs, right? <laughs> that's, just, that's just the way the NFL works. It's not it'd like basketball works. Like you just, like in yeah. some ways, you'd, it'd be great if he played Tom Brady the first round of the playoffs. It means he played in the playoffs. Yeah, I'd, I'd try to get to the Rams. Get to the second round? No, I'm saying just I, I'd want to play the Rams in the first round, take my chances over Brady. Yeah, no, I understand. All right, good emergency bag, everybody. Glad we got all of that in. Thanks for hanging with us. Anything to say at the end of this emergency pod? Uh, not emergency bag, emergency pod, sorry. We're always ready, guy. I mean, didn't expect this, but uh, not glad it happened. Again, don't root for anyone to hurt their thumb. But I'm kind of glad it happened. That was a pretty cool little uh, little curveball I did not expect on this Monday, the 27th. Well, all right, we'll see what happens this week. Keep it locked here. Rip off that dial. Ham. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.